Hare Krishna, we are reading chapter 9, text 24, 25, the most confident knowledge. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna, Mataji, thank you so much. Dear uh, uh, devotees, I have been given the chance to uh, speak about the verse 25, and if possible, we'll try to also cover verse 26 today. Uh, <coughs> Since verse 25 is a uh, uh, verse with a small purport, I am hoping that we can cover verse 26. It's an important verse, gets quoted a lot of time and is very uh, uh, crucial or significant to the performance of uh, sadhana and bhakti. So let's see whether we can cover verse 26 as well. Uh, <clears throat> but before we begin, let's uh, begin with our Mangalacharan prayers. Haladardas uh, Prabhu, do you want to guide us through the Mangalacharan prayers and then the recitation of verse 25? We will all follow you in the recitation of the verse. Then we'll read that uh, word-for-word translation and the translation of the verse. We'll go through the purport and then we'll try to cover verse 26. Okay, Prabhuji, Dhanyavad. Dhanyavad for giving me opportunities to serve you all. So, here we go to Mangracharan. Om Agnyantimirandashya Gyananjana Silakaya Chaksurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Guruve Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhisham Sapitam Yena Bhutale Vayam Rupaha Kadamayam Dadati Svokadantikam One Deham Sri Guru Sri Yutpada Kamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamsya Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagan Raghunatan Vintam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Paridan Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sagan Lalita Sivisakan Vitamcha E Krishna Karna Sindo Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namosute Sapta Kanchan Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hadipi Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyasya Kupasindu Bhyevacha Patita Nam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadar Srivasadi Gaudavakta Vrinda Please everybody recite with me. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. 
नारायणम नमस्कृत्य नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय उदीर नष्ट प्रायद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके Hare Krishna devotees. Prabhu, you want me to recite the slokas now? Yes, Prabhu. Please go ahead. Twenty-five, right? Yes, Prabhu. Okay. So we are the chapter nine, text number twenty-five. Page number four zero four on English Bhagavad Gita. So the wordings are, Yanti Devavrata Devan, Pitrin Pitrin Yanti Pitrivata, Bhutani Yanti Bhuteja, Yanti Madhyaji Nopimam. You can recite English way or Sanskrit way. as you please you know so yanti devrata devan pitrin yanti pitravata bhutani yanti bhuteja yanti madhya jinopimam hare krishna please try it रीडिंग यांती देवव्रता देवान पितृन यांती पितृव्रता भूतानी यांती भूतेज्य यांती मद्यज्ञोपी माम वेरी नाइस नाइस हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा रीडिंग यांती देवव्रता देवान पितृन यांती पितृव्रता भूतानी यांती भूतेज्य यांती मद योजनो Imam Hare Krishna. Yeah. Imadhya ji, and Imadhya ji no, Imadhya ji no. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Shanti Deva Vrata Devan, Prithun Yanti Pitru Vrata, Bhutani Yanti Bhute Jayanti Madhya ji no, Imam. Your Guru. हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्णा भूतानी भूतेजा यांति देवव्रता देवान पितृन यांति पितृव्रता भूतानि यांति भूतेज्या यांति मध्यजिनोपि मां हरे कृष्णा 
Anybody else who would like to recite the verse? Okay, uh, I will. Uh, there, in these two verses, there are five paragraphs. There are seven of us. So perhaps, Allah uh, Prabhu, you can do the word for word translation and read the translation of the verse, and then. Uh, each devotee can uh, take one of the paragraphs so that way we are able to cover everybody to read something uh, so do you want to read the word for word translation and the translation of the word Saladar Das Prabhu yes yes sir so word for word meaning by our beloved Prabhupada Siyanti says go Devavrataha Worshippers of demigods, Devan, to the demigods, Pitrin, to the ancestor, Yanti, go, Pitri, Pitrivata, worshippers of ancestors, Bhutani, to the ghosts and the spirits, Yanti, go, Bhuta, Ijiti, Bhuta Ijite, worshipper of ghosts and spirits. Yanti, go. Mat, my. Yajinaha, Yajina, sorry, Yajina, devotees. Api, but. Mam, unto me. Translation by Prabhupada. Those who worship the demigod will take their birth among the demigods. Those who worship the ancestors go to ancestors. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among the such beings. And those who worship me will live with me. Hare Krishna. Now the paragraphs purpose according the the yeah. Prabhu's instructions, please follow it. So, maybe Harshita Mataji, you can uh, read the purport for this uh, verse. And then the next verse has four parag- uh, paragraphs in the purport. So, the rest of the four devotees can read each paragraph. And Hladar Das Prabhu in the next verse can uh, also do the word for word and the reading of the translation. So, that way we all have... Uh, you know, we can perform all our services. Uh, so, Harshita Mataji, do you want to go ahead and read the purport? Okay, Prabhuji. If one has any desire to go to the moon, the sun, or any other planet, one can attain the desired destination by following specific Vedic principles recommended for that purpose. Such as the process technically known as the Darship Parnamasa. These are vividly described in Sutive Activities portion of the Veda, which recommend a specific worship of Yajna. Similarly, if one can go to many ghostly planets and become Yaksha, 
रक्ष और पिशाच पिशाच वर्शिप इज कॉल्ड ब्लैक आर्ट और ब्लैक मैजिक देर आर मेनी मैन हु प्रैक्टिस दिस ब्लैक आर्ट एंड दे थिंक इट इज स्पिरिचुअलिज्म बट सच एक्टिविटीज आर कम्प्लीटली मटीरियलिस्टिक सिमिलरली अ प्योरी वोटी हु वर्शिप द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड ओनली अचीव द प्लानिट ऑफ वेकुंठ एंड कृष्णलोक विदाउट एनी विदाउट अ डाउट इट इज वेरी इजी टू अंडरस्टैंड दो Though this is this important verse that if by simply worshiping the demigods one can achieve the heavenly planets, or by worshiping the pitas achieve the, or by worshiping the uh, the pita pitas achieve the pita planets, or by practicing the black arts achieve the ghostly planets. Why? Why can the pure devotee not achieve the planet of Krishna or Vishnu? Unfortunately, many people have no information on the sublime planets where Krishna and Vishnu live. They do not know about them. They, uh, and because they do not know of uh, know of them, they fall down. Even the impersonalists fall down from the Brahma Jyoti. the krishna consciousness move, movement is therefore distributing sublime information to the entire human society to the effect to the effects that by simply chanting hari krishna mantra one can be uh, one can become perfect in this life and go back, back home back to godhead hari krishna hmm very beautiful beta thank you for reading such a nicely Oh yes, uh, Prabhu Ji, do you uh, want to start us off? Uh, on twenty-six? Uh, no, uh, maybe we will discuss for a little while verse twenty-five, and then we'll go to twenty-six. Do you want to say a few things about verse twenty-five? Yes, I'll try to explain. Uh, this uh, verse uh, I've been trying to study in. Uh, more or less little bit i found the research on the most uh, questions i had of what do you call the pitralokas you know so then i was trying to find in the bhagavad gita so then i found the, one of the words in uh, 10.6 maharshaya saptapurve chatvaro manavastata मद्भावा मानसा जाता ईशाम लोक इमाह प्रजाह इज द सेवन ग्रेट सेजिस एंड बिफोर देम द फोर अदर ग्रेट सेजिस एंड द मनुस प्रोजनेटर एंड ऑफ माइंड काइंड केम फ्रॉम मी बोर्न फ्रॉम माई माइंड एंड ऑल द लिविंग बींग्स पॉपुलेरिंग द वेरियस planet descendants from them so i had a question myself which one we call pitralokas you know of course uh, if you find the answer for me but this is where i was trying to find uh, uh, the pitralokas you know so and uh, here is the uh, lord is uh, telling us uh, our destinations and our desires and where we want to go and uh, prabhupada is guiding us uh, telling us what by chanting being a krishna conscious you know where we can go and 
easily, like beautiful way it says here, why can the pure devotee not achieve the planet of Krishna and Vishnu? And I mean, most of the time we have a doubts about whether we be able to do this or not. But our Shraddha established, you know, properly that yes, whatever says in the Bhagavad Gita, whatever our Guru Maharaj guided us in the Bhagavad Gita's instructions, it's achievable. And, you know, people will ask, what is proof of it? You know? But it's, uh, we cannot prove it in immediately. And, but the procedures uh, of going Pitrulok or in uh, other loks as mentioned here, you know, or ancestors or other places, Bhut and Pisach loks, it's according to the Vedas, it says, there's a Purnamasi. The procedures has been explained there, how to do that. Many people are practicing, and we call uh, it uh, uh, black magic, you know, of course, which I have seen in uh, when I was young back home, and many people were doing this kind of... Many, most people are afraid to do so. Only a certain group of people do this. But easiest way that I would say we can establish our uh, faith in our chanting, but most easy procedures is a regular chanting with Shraddha, which is a Hare Krishna mantra given to us, by our, guided by our Guru Maharaj. So we can guide ourselves, you know, we can find our destinations uh, by chanting properly and regularly Hare Krishna Mantra and without demanding anything, you know, not expecting, I, not, never, never demand anything from Krishna. You're just doing a service to Krishna, you know, and enjoy doing it and uh, keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, and help other people to do so. That's the most beautiful way to understand these uh, verses, I, I think so. So, uh, now further on, you can, you are, all can add your comments on it. I really want to listen from you as well. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you Prabhuji. Uh, if anybody else wants to add, uh, we can go through that. Otherwise, I, I had a few words to say about this verse. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Vanvat Pranam. Yes, Mataji, go ahead. Yeah, the, talking about the Pitrulokas, we studied in uh, Canto 5 of uh, Bhagavatam recently. Uh, um, chapters from 19, 20, and 21. They say the movements of the planets and the structure of the universe and stuff. They said the Pitrulokas are in the planet of moon. Because the uh, moon will have the Somarasa. And on the day of Amavasya, all the Pitros will get their share. Or something they said. So the moon is the Pitrulok, Mataji? Yeah. The part of the moon has the Pitrulokas because... Uh, the Somarasa is taken uh, uh, in the moon, in the first 
for 15 days it is called krishna paksha it um, all the devatas will be coming uh, to take the somarasa the energy from the moon and uh, only one day is allowed to take for the pitrus and that is the day, day of amavasya oh i see the thanks bah- for sharing i didn't the bahula paksha um, the pitru all the um, devatas will be taking and uh, it will be uh, almost uh, finished by the 14th day and the 15th day is amavasya the last day is allowed for the pitrus that's why we do the pitru tarpana sanda amavasya day they will get their food and the remnants what are left after devatas and amavasya and starting from again um, krishna paksha the somarasa will be filled again we can see the size of the moon will be growing after amavasya from padyami to pournami so then the uh, somarasa is taken um, absorbed by the moon and it is completely filled by pournami day thank you so much mata ji for adding that uh, uh, i i think that answers saladar das prabhu's question in terms of yeah. this words i was thinking about uh, two three different things so just back to <coughs> what prabhu had said so here the word mratak appears uh, repeatedly so vrata can be your vow vrata can be your uh, persistent continuous uh, regular disciplined efforts to do something uh, so it's like purchasing a ticket in a train so you are putting in efforts to buy that ticket now whether that train uh, you know it is important to then know you are putting in efforts or you are buying that ticket to what destination uh, so that's uh, one thing now <clears throat> from that perspective not every train goes to the same destination so the tickets you are buying are also going to lead to a specific destination you cannot buy a ticket to bangalore and go to calcutta or cannot go uh, anywhere else every specific train has a destination every ticket or effort that you have will have a train and that train will take you to to that destination that is the nature of this material world your karma will have a reaction so action and reaction that's really what uh, this world is all about so from that perspective you know it it is irrational of people and we hear so many times right like in in our hindu society as well as outside and generally now uh, in the name of people don't want to say religion people want to say spiritualism and in the name of spiritualism without really understanding what spiritualism means uh, people say oh uh, you know you need to be a good human being you can do this and you will still attain uh, whatever uh, their concept of uh, liberation is god is many people even deny god so there are all sorts of people in this world and within that those who are at least spiritually inclined because they are novices they don't have the knowledge they simply assume that everything is good you can uh, you know you can worship this and you will still achieve the same result you can worship this and you will achieve the same result but that that's not uh, possible even in the world we see it you perform one type of experiment 
and you will get one specific result. Even if you deviate from that experiment a little bit, you end up with a completely different result. So even with the same mixture of chemicals, if the temperature is different or your process of mixing them is different, you will get a different result. So how is it possible that everything should have the same result? So that's the thing Prabhupada is saying that we need to educate people. The whole purpose of ISKCON movement is to bring about education. Now, not everyone is going to take to this. So Prabhupada does say in the very last sentence there he says, the Krishna consciousness movement is therefore distributing sublime information. But why is it then that not everyone is taking? Because people have different types of disposition. So there are some who are in goodness, some who are in passion and some in ignorance. And it is difficult for those who are conditioned to think in one way to accept somebody else's uh, point of view. So even to accept somebody else's point of view, you have to have a certain level of humility that you may not know and the other person may know. So generally, therefore, those who are in goodness may have the proclivity and may have the inclination to hear it from others. And then those are the people who will benefit. And this is why, again, because we have different types of uh, natures that have developed because of our historical wants. So it's not like the Lord gave us these natures. We've developed these natures. Originally, when we came into this world, we were all uncontaminated. But based on our desires, we created a kind of rutti. And that rutti covers the uh, soul and it keeps going from one birth to another. So this is how it is all progressing. It is such a big mercy of our Acharyas. It is such a big mercy of the Shastras that they are pulling us out. And we all are in a way fortunate that we can read and we can understand and we can apply thinking. So it is important that from these words, we either for a person who is willing to listen, uh, educate them that not everything can be the same. Not everything is going to have the same result. And therefore, what is the better option? And go for the better option. So from this verse itself, we can understand that there are different destinations. So if there are different destinations, which is the best destination and how to get there? So from that perspective, again, uh, you know, uh, this is the question to all of you devotees. What is that one single or maybe, uh, you know, in few words you can explain, what is the difference between Krishna Loka and every other Loka? Uh, anybody? Okay. Yes, Mataji, go ahead. Go to the Krishna Loka or Vayaka Vrindavan, um, there is no coming back to the uh, human uh, world again. Uh, all this uh, death, but other Lokas, they, when we uh, the Punya get uh, decreased, we have to come back and take a birth again on this planet. Yes, Mataji, absolutely. So this world, all the 14 Lokas, Abrahma Bhonal Loka, they all are places of misery and they are temporary. Dukkhalayam uh, Ashashvatam. So, no matter where you are, it is temporary and it is Dukkhalayam. There is some sort of misery. If nothing else, then you still have the miseries of birth, death, old age and disease. 
no matter in which loka you are in this universe so forget about pitru loka uh, which is supposed to be somewhere between bhu uh, and bhu uh, loka so yes mataji it is uh, perhaps therefore from that perspective also in chandra loka i didn't know that <coughs> but the thing is all of them uh, basically you can go to those places but it's like a small journey and uh, maybe uh, a small trip that as soon as your uh, payment for that trip is expired you still have to come back whereas krishna loka if you make that journey you are completely out it is liberating so that's the purpose uh, that you know we should know what where we are putting the efforts and krishna is very simply saying like you know it's not like uh, uh, it's a big deal the kind of efforts you put here the same similar type of efforts if you put towards me you will achieve me uh we know how this is true why this is true the uh, you know uh, ashashvatam so even in bhagavatam we know that first of all life of brahma is like the birth uh, one breath of mahavishnu so it is in terms of eternity it's nothing it just evaporates like this and even within the life of brahma just one day of brahma has 14 manus and every manvantara all the set of seven rishis indra demigods everyone changes so the whole government changes so you can understand how temporary it is from the perspective of eternity so why put in efforts there another quick thing that we should understand is the moment you say this is my destination this is my loka this is my abode means that the person who is speaking is actually a person it would be so uh, foolish to assume that krishna is impersonal he is uh, just some sort of energy and then he is saying there is a board for me because then he is everywhere so where is the question of a board so this is where when you know when we read certain shlokas we can actually reinforce our thinking and create our own uh, a defense mechanism when someone says no no it's not like that no, bhagavad gita is all about <coughs> you know karma yoga gyan yoga etc no krishna is a person there is bhakti and therefore bhagavad gita is all about bhakti yoga so we need to you know read into these things understand these things i wanted to focus more on uh, verse 26 because it's a significant verse we will take some time to read sorry my pet my uh, we have a pet at home and she is barking but uh, forgive me for that so i want to move and create that link between this verse and verse 26 so what is the link so krishna says you can do different types of ratas and different, go to different uh, destinations we know that krishna is the supreme most so does it mean that you have to take supreme efforts to go to him and therefore krishna now goes into verse 26 and immediately after 25 he says just give me a <clears throat> you know a fruit a flower uh, a leaf or a little bit of water and then i will be satisfied so krishna is so clearly and so uh, you know from his heart is saying that why are you guys so foolish that you go and put in efforts for so many different things even Uh, to 
pacify or to please devtas you have to put in effort you have to create sacrifices whereas i am satisfied if you give me just a little bit of things and he doesn't say that you have to do it every day he just says give me a little bit and i'll be satisfied so see how merciful he is and we will go through that you know we'll understand his mercy in the next words the other thing is you know <clears throat> the moment we understand that krishna is a person we understand that there is reciprocation so first of all devtas are empowered administrators they cannot bend the rules so if you give 100 rupees the grocery shop owner is only going to give you grocery worth 100 rupees so you perform this yagya you get this you do that you get that there is no reciprocation beyond the exchange but with krishna it's not like that he he reciprocates like a person like a with vatsalya that is how he deals with his uh, devotees now the word vatsalya itself has so much meaning it comes from the relationship a cow has with its calf now a cow is a vegetarian uh, animal she just basically eats grass but when the calf is born she will lick the calf off of all its blood and everything and she will clean the calf this is the love the lord has for his devotees he will clean our imperfections just like the mother licks a newborn calf that is vatsalya bhav that is the bhav with which krishna serve you know he is eagerly awaiting the devotees to do something because he is eager to do even more and with this feeling now let's read verse 26 hari krishna uh, prabhu ji please guide us into the recitation of the verse ओके धन्यवाद प्रभु हरे कृष्णा थैंक यू सो लाइक इट्स वेरी पॉपुलर वन वेरी प्रामिनेंट वन टू अंडरस्टैंड टू सो द वर्डिंग्स आर लाइक पत्रम पुष्पम फलम तोयम यो मे भक्त्या प्रयक्षति सिंपल पत्रम पुष्पम फलम तोयम यो मे भक्त्यातीम संस्कृत संस्कृत पत्रम पुष्पम फलम तोयम यो मे भक्तुप्रहृत हरे कृष्णा
पुष्पम फलं तोयम योमे भक्त्या प्रयच्छते तदहं भक्ते पर उपरतम वशनामि प्रेतात्मना हे कृष्ण हम्म वेरी नाइस बेटा वेरी नाइस हे कृष्ण सुमतीज रीडिंग पत्रम पुष्पम फलं तोयम योमे भक्त्या प्रयच्छति तदहं भक्ति परतम अश्नामी हरे कृष्णा हर प्रसाद रेडिंग पत्र पुष्पम फलम तो यम यो मे भक्ता प्रयक्षति तदहम भक्त्या उपृतम अश्नामी प्रत्यात्मन प्रयतात्मनः हरे कृष्ण पत्र पुष्पम फल तो योमे भक्तिया प्रयच्छति तदहम भक्ति उपरी प्रयतात्मन Hare Krishna is there any other devotee on the call who would like to recite Shurupatram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktya prayaschati tadaham bhakti upahartam kashnami priyatatmanah thank you hare krishna thank you very nice uh Kalader Das Prabhu, same like the last words. So, if you can uh, go through the word for word and the translation of the words, then the uh, or perhaps since we have another Prabhu here, there are uh, now five people who have not um, had a chance to read either the purports or the translations. So, maybe uh, you know Rukmini Devi Das's phone. So, maybe uh, if you can read the word for word translation and the translation, then. uh <clears throat> sumati mata ji can take the first paragraph uh, uh har prasad sorry har prasad prabhu you can take the second paragraph and then uh, valli mata ji and uh, uh, shamrasika mata ji you can take the other two paragraphs is that okay uh, yes prabhu sure please go ahead hari krishna prabhu ji hari krishna mata ji pratram अलेफ पुष्पम अ फ्लावर फलम अ फ्रूट तोयम वाटर यह हुएवर मी अंटू मी भक्त्या विथ डिवोशन प्रयचान्ति ऑफर्स तत दैट अहम आई भक्ति उपहर्तम ऑफर्ड इन डिवोशन अस्नामी एक्सेप्ट प्रयत्न आत्मनः 
from one in pure consciousness translation if one offers me with love and devotion a leaf a flower a fruit or a water i will accept it thank you hari krishna ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ಬೈಷ್ಣಾಸ್ಟ್ರೀಲಿಸ್ಟ್ರೀಲಿಸ್ಟ್ರೀಲಿಸ್ಟ್ರೀಲ
I will accept it. Therefore, we should understand that he will not accept meat, fish, and eggs, vegetables, grains, fruits, milk, and water. Oh, water are the proper food for human beings and are prescribed by Lord Krishna himself. Whatever else we eat cannot be offered to him. Since he will not accept it, we, thus we cannot be acting on the level of loving uh, devotion. It will if if we offer such food. Hare Krishna. Mataji, you can take now. Hare Krishna. In the third chapter, verse 13, Sri Krishna explains that only the remains of sacrifice are, and are purified and fit for conception by those who are seeking the advancement in life and release from the clutches of the material engagement, entanglement. Those who do not make an offering of their food, he says in the same verse, are eating only sin. In other words, their every mouthful is simply deepening um, their involvement in the complexities of material nature. By preparing nice, simple vegetable dishes, offering them before the picture or deity of Lord Krishna, and bowing down and praying for him to accept such an humble offering, enables one, one to advance steadily in life, to purify the body and to create fine brain tissues which will lead to clear thinking. Above all, the offering should be made with an attitude of love. Krishna has no need of food since he already possesses everything that be, yet he will accept the offerings of one who desires to please him in that way. The important element in preparation in serving and in offering is to act with love for Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> the impersonalist philosophers who wish to maintain that the absolute truth is without senses cannot comprehend, comprehend this verse of Bhagavad Gita. To them, it is either a metaphor or a proof of the mundane character of Krishna, the speaker of Bhagavad Gita. But in actually, Krishna, the Supreme Godhead, has senses, and it is stated that his senses are in, interchangeable. In other words, one sense can perform the function of any other. This is what it means to say that Krishna is absolute. Lacking senses, he could hardly be considered full in all appearances. In the seventh chapter, Krishna has explained that he impregnates impregnate the living entities into material nature. This is done by his looking upon material nature. And so in this instance, Krishna hearing the devotee's words of love in offering stuff is wholly intentional with his eating and actually testing. This point should be emphasized because of his absolute position, his hearing is wholly identical with his eating and testing. Only the devotees who accept Krishna as he describes himself without interpretation can understand that the Supreme Absolute Truth can eat food and enjoy it. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So, uh, I am cognizant of the time. Uh, I will try to be brief. But there are four significant aspects of this verse. So, in offering a prasadam in this sense, 
there is the Lord, then there is the living entity, then there is the offering, the prashadam, and then there is the consciousness with which that prashadam needs to be offered. So let's elaborate all four different aspects and understand, try to understand this verse a little bit deeply. So the first thing is the Lord. <clears throat> now we have to understand to whom we are serving and whom we are offering. We recall from verse 29 of chapter 5 that he is the proprietor of the entire universes. All the universes, not just one universe, all universes. He is the ultimate purpose of sacrifices and austerities. Even in the purport in this verse, uh, Prabhupada has talked about uh, chapter 3 verse 13, where he says that Krishna is uh, the receiver of the sacrifices. If we do not offer sacrifices, then we are only eating sins. So, <coughs> we know this about Krishna, that he is the supreme proprietor of everything. So, even in terms of wealth, health, everything, it is Him. Uh, what can you offer to someone who has everything and who has created everything? Not only the universe is, uh, is what He has created and not only that He is uh, the beneficiary of the outcomes of sacrifices and austerities, in verses, uh, in chapter 7 from verse 3 to 5, we also understand that uh, he's created the five elements with which this entire universe is created, the five basic elements. Not only the five basic elements, because what that means is every physical thing that you touch in this world is created by him. Not only those five elements, even the three subtle elements with which we perceive this world are created by him. It, they are his differentiated energies. So our mind, intelligence and our ego is also a result of his energies. So what we see, what we think we enjoy and with what we think and with what we perceive that we are enjoying, all of that is Krishna. So what can we really offer him? See the mat you know, the position of the person to whom you are supposed to serve, where he is everything. We are only the soul. And in terms of the soul, what can the soul offer? If it is, if the soul is stripped of its gross body, and if the soul is completely stripped of the subtle body, what is it that the soul can offer the Lord? The soul only has three qualities, Sat, Chit and Ananda. Right? <clears throat> so the only thing of these three things that you can offer the Lord is bring your consciousness. Bring your consciousness 100% into the act. Then you can use your subtle body, you can use your gross body to perform whatever act. But that act, if it is in Krishna's consciousness, if it is with that full awareness, then that is where bhakti starts, that is where bhav will come in and that is where you will actually feel goosebumps coming out of you when we are offering prasadam. I am saying this, these are words, it's not like every time I do it this happens, but if we really feel the import of what is being said here, we will understand how to serve the Lord. So, what can the proprietor of the universe be served with? 
everything belongs to him and what can we serve him other than our bhakti bhav so that is something that we should remember <clears throat> that we should have this devotional uh, attitude because that attitude where is it expressed it is expressed not in the mind it is in our awareness if your words are saying certain prayers and your awareness is going somewhere else then that is not krishna consciousness krishna consciousness is very simple prabhupada has picked up two very beautiful words very simple words if you are aware of krishna you are in krishna consciousness if in whatever you are doing you are not aware of krishna you may be performing certain routine uh, activities but you are not fully there then it is not fully in the moment and full fully involved in that bhakti or in that devotional service then the other aspect of this verse is the fact that he is asking and he is saying that i will accept offerings means that as we said in the previous verse also that he has abode so he is a person similarly he says give me something i'll accept it means that he is a person that he has senses but his senses are not material they are transcendental so he can take test out of everything so it's not like he is going to eat the flower <coughs> or uh, you know his other senses will not enjoy he will fully enjoy with all his senses everything that we offer him so that is what we have to understand about him and his uh, senses and his uh, unique position so we can please him with uh, his transcendental senses even with the material offering we can please him with sorry we can please his transcendental senses so long as the material things have been offered with bhakti so it is that one uh, element that you have to add <clears throat> without bhakti he is not attracted so we know from examples uh, i'm sure you guys can recall that krishna was when he went as a shanti duta to uh, <coughs> uh, to the kauravas uh, Dur- uh, duryodhana invited him for a kingly feast and krishna ignored it and he went to uh, vidura's house at vidura's house uh, you know his wife got so overwhelmed that krishna has come to her and is eating at her house she it they say that instead of giving the banana the fruit of the banana the pulp of the banana she was offering him the uh, the skin the peel of the banana and he was eating that because that is what was offered with love look at what krishna is he is looking at something and he is not looking at the matter he is looking at the bhav the transcendence of the devotee and that is how you connect to krishna so that is just one example now look at his reciprocation i mean think about one particular example where <coughs> sudama goes to krishna he goes to krishna with a handful of poha and if you recall and i heard just this as i was reading about this verse to you know speak about it today morning so it says in bhagavatam that krishna actually momentarily pauses why did krishna momentarily pause he he eats but he is actually pausing the reason krishna pauses is because 
he is thinking, Sudama has given me everything that he has and doesn't have. <clears throat> because his wife has gone and borrowed that poha from somebody else. So here is my devotee who is giving me more than what he can give. How can I reciprocate with my devotee? I cannot give him everything I have and more. So that's why Krishna feels a little ashamed. He's taken aback. That is the loving reciprocation the Lord has. That is how he looks at what we do. So with this kind of feeling, we should always be serving Krishna. That we are bringing this, all we are bringing is the vow to him. We are not really, we should be in Sudama's vow, that we are not uh, expecting anything in return. But look at the sweetness of the Lord with the feeling, with the heart with which he is looking at his devotee. The other aspect is the living entity. And again, now I am moving from the Lord to the living entity. <clears throat> so, in this verse, the word Yah indicates that anyone can serve Him. There is no qualification the Lord has given. He says, anyone who gives me these things, I will accept. So, right within here, there is no restriction of birth, age, gender, knowledge, power, riches, beauty, fame, nothing. It is not like a powerful person can impress him. It is not like a rich person can impress him. It's not like beautiful or pleasant company can influence him. It's not like you are very famous, etc. Doesn't matter. And, you know, generally people say our society is so much divided into castes, etc. No, if we read our scriptures, we will fully understand. The Lord himself is saying, there is no restriction. Anyone can offer me. So, and then, he says he will accept. He doesn't put any condition. Now, what does that mean? That there is no time to offer it to him. You can offer these things to him anytime. So, that's again another significance of, uh, you know, uh, the living entity. Anytime, anyone can uh, perform devotional service. And then the offering. So when we want to please someone, we want to offer them what pleases them. So if we have to please the Lord, we have to give him what is going to please him. So of course the Lord is asking the leaf, a flower, fruit and little water. So we have to offer that to him. No need to offer what he is not asked for. So if he is pleased with that, you know, we even in normal life we do that. So why would we offer him something else? <clears throat> and then... It is not like there is going to be rejection. He says he will accept. You do it two minutes ago, he will accept. You do it in another half an hour, he will accept. You go to temple, they continuously in many temples will keep offering prasadam because devotees keep coming with prasadam. So does it mean that he is you know, satiated? He is never satiated. He is infinity in that sense. So he is going to accept and he will continually accept. The moment you offer with love, he will continue to accept all of that. So that's what the offering is. There can be so many things that can be said, but I also want to spend some time to talk about the consciousness of the devotee in which he is going to offer to Krishna. So, first of all, the word Prayatatmana is the one that is actually significant here. It implies a lot of things, but one of it is, one must offer the things with love, with respect, with purity. Purity should be of the mind, 
uh, in terms of the thoughts, in terms of the body and the actions. So we should be aware that ultimately, you know, if you have a guest coming at home, you are going to be very aware of how you are serving. You are going to be very aware of the taste uh, and the uh, quality of the food being served, the uh, utensils in which you are serving, the asana where you are going to make the guest sit and then offer him. So we should also be equally respectful of the Lord ultimately, as I started saying, He is the proprietor of the universe. So it's not like a small guest who has come to your house. He is the very essence of this whole world. He is the essence of our soul and everything outside our soul. So we need to be in that kind of mood that we are utterly helpless to offer anything to Him. We are incapable of offering anything to Him. Yet he has come to us. So how much gratitude should come out? So that Trunadapi Sunijena, you, you, we are lower than the grass because even the grass is not a, a, nothing that belongs to us. So with that feeling when we offer, Krishna will actually uh, relish it. But as a devotee, this bhav does not stop here. We are incapable. So we need to take shelter of another superior devotee to offer something to Krishna. And that is why we should honor Tulsi Maharani, honor Prashadam and then offer to Krishna. Because we are incapable but there is a uh, you know, much senior devotee and through that devotee we offer to Krishna, then Krishna will again accept it. The other thing is, you know, while everything belongs to Krishna, the consciousness should be, or the, you know, how we should understand this is that the child does not have any wealth, does not have any money. The child is basically taking the father's money to give the gift to the father or to the mother. Similarly, when we are saying that we are giving this offering to you, we are actually borrowing everything from him. But that pleases the mother and the father and for that reason we have the, should have the feeling of the child when we are offering this prasadam to the Lord. Lastly, uh, again as I said there is so many things can be said but uh, you know, now Krishna is saying you can give me this and I will be happy. So he is setting a minimum standard. Does it mean that the devotee should stick to the minimum standard? Yes, if you don't have anything else, then you can give this. But that does not mean that you are supposed to stick to the minimum standard. You are supposed to offer to the best possible uh, you know, ability that one has. So while the Lord is happy with the simple and meager offerings, we should offer as best as possible because that strengthens our sadhana bhakti. And then when we go beyond the minimum, to please the Lord, the Lord is pleased. And now you are getting into this reciprocatory cycle with Him. That the Lord is pleased, so he, where is He? He is in our heart. So our heart is pleased more. So we want to serve more. And then the Lord is pleased more. So that bhav will continue. That is what takes a sadhaka from a neophyte stage to a slightly advanced stage that you are trying to please Krishna, Krishna reciprocates, then you go beyond again. So if your means are this much, you go a little bit more, go that extra mile. Krishna will go 10 extra miles, then you will go one another mile. So this is what it means uh, to serve Krishna uh, in devotion. 
uh, he is uh, you know I I was thinking of a verse here uh, what is it yeah in uh, it says anandam buddhi vardhanam pratipadam purnamrit aswadhanam right so he is the ocean of bliss every time you bliss you take a dip you are actually getting the ripples of bliss because he is the ocean of bliss so that is the consciousness with which we need to serve because that consciousness will help us progress significantly on the path of devotion so here i will uh, stop my uh, you know uh, how i have understood this verse i am happy to hear from others uh, anyone who has any comments questions uh, perhaps correct me if i have said anything wrong please go ahead hari krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu ji dhanyavad pranam so very very wonderfully explained um you have divided uh, all the purport into four concepts mainly um what all we have in that and how to improve and uh, what krishna is really looking at um and the example of both sudama and also uh, krishna when he went to vidras place uh, having that banana appeal that was so wonderful and appropriate to the example um prabhuji i just uh, have uh, one more thing when you said what all um krishna uh, have that's what we are um, getting from him and we are again offering to him from the same thing uh, we are taking some for us and offering the rest for us and when you said krishna is thinking that how to uh, reciprocate with sudama right that is a really wonderful thought because uh, um krishna always wants to reciprocate in uh, higher way than what we are offering from our side and uh, he says uh, he thinks about what can i offer more than what i have how to get the more from where to get because he is the supreme and ultimate that is that uh, topic is uh, so wonderful because here i remember just one more uh, example what we learned from uh, saundra lahri verse of shankaracharya he uh, he writes all the 100 shlokas and uh, the last one he explains that it is offering like a, when we go to a river or a sea we do offerings of the water right we just take the water from the river and just again put in our uh, palms and again put in the same water in that river back back to that way it is the same way like whatever we get from the god we are just taking a bit of that and offering to the same source again uh, that's what it was mentioned in that verse just like offering water from the river to the river Um, so it is like that that's what i feel prabhu ji hari krishna thank you so much mata ji yes that example is quoted often and thank you for uh, you know linking this conversation to anand sondari lari hari krishna hari krishna hari krishna prabhu may i say something yes absolutely prabhu please go ahead Yeah, here, uh, you know, it satisfies me uh, when normally we talk that uh, Krishna conscious people or Hindu Sanatani people are talking about the vegetarian food, you know. Many people argue, why not meat? But they've had several arguments. And here uh, i mean it satisfy me with this words like patram pushpam phalam toyam 
all four items that is completely vegetarian items Lord has mentioned, you know. And Prabhupada has mentioned in the, one of the paragraphs here, and he says not to offer. Uh, Krishna will give him uh, whenever he wants, and he avoids offering anything which is undesirable. So this four item makes completely coverage of the all vegetarian food we want, you know, we eat. And according to the human body, you know, Vegetarian foods are completely uh, fit for the human bodies. Or there is a vegetarian animal, you know, like a cow, deer, elephant, uh, camel, or water buffalo. All these animals, uh, they are uh, vegetarian animals. And they eat according to the body's desire, you know, both bodies, instincts, they call it. And one thing I was trying to find, I was reading more about it, that uh, how we drink the water, you know, like uh, usually vegetarian animals drink more water than non-vegetarian animal seeds or living beings eat, you know. So we usually suck the water. Like cows suck the water. Uh, if you see any uh, a horse drinking water, they put the mouth in the water and they suck the water. If you see donkey, they suck the water. You see cows, they suck the water. We even, we suck the water, you know. We don't lick the water. Now, non-vegetarian animals, they lick the water, you know, with their tongue. And they don't drink much water. Because of our constrictions of our body's functions, we have a long intestine. You know, vegetarian animals have a long intestine. And non-vegetarian has a short intestine. So they don't hold the meat very long in the stomach. And we hold the food longer and slowly it passes through, you know. So Lord has a mention here, the Patram Pushpam Falam Toyam, which we offer and then in uh, 3.13, he has said, Yagnasista Shino Santo Muchente Servakribishe, Bundetete Agampapa, Epachanti Atmakaranat. You offer the food and then you take the prasadam. As a remnant, you take the prasadam. So, is the, the whole system connected that we use the vegetarian food? It fits for our body completely. And very scientifically, you know, the meat that don't fit, it's not for us. You do, you take the tiger, the tiger will not eat the grass. And you put the uh, grass by the cow and cow will eat the grass, but not the meat. The animal knows what food they're supposed to eat. Well, we human being things, we are very smart, very intelligent, and we eating the meat and other fish and chickens and other non-vegetarian food. And we we counting we are the more smarter, but we don't listen to our body. So I found this uh, very good example here for the proving that Lord, why Lord has mentioned his patram from Phalam to him. Of course, it's uh, economical for any simple, any poorest person can do the procedures. At the same time, 
the food what fits to the human body has mentioned here. That's what I was trying to say. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. That was very uh, illustrative. Thanks for uh, you know going through the details of uh, why uh, vegetarian food is so important uh, and it's better also. Uh, any other devotee who has any other comments to add? Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Go ahead, Mataji. Uh, Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Uh, thank you, Prabhuji, for giving such a wonderful class. So, Prabhuji, I have questions on text number 25 and text number 26. Uh, so, Prabhuji, in the first verse, the Lord says that uh, like those who dedicate their worship to the demigods, uh, they go to like the demigodic abodes, and those who go to like uh, worship the ancestors, they go to Pitralog, and those who do black arts and black magic and that stuff, they go to the abode of the ghosts, and those who render analyzed service to Krishna again his abode. Uh, so, uh, Prabhuji, my doubt in this in that verse is that uh, those like who do uh, uh, other than things like those who do not believe that yeah God exists and something like that. So, uh, where do they go? They stay in the material world, or like, do they have some like separate hellish conditions? So, Mataji, in the coming chapters, we will read about uh, those people who are, in a way, ignorant. They are not uh, <coughs> thinking of Krishna or even demigods or yakshas or rakshasas. But regardless, because we are all active, the nature of the soul is to remain active. So the soul, even in material world, will be active. The soul outside the, the material will also be active. So the soul is in the material world is going to have actions performed. And we, these other souls that you are talking about are going to perform those actions either in goodness, passion or ignorance. And depending on the sum total of those actions they may go upwards in this 14 loka they may stay in this uh, loka or they may go down in the loka so that is the answer in a general way for those very broad category of people that i hope that answers your question yeah Mataji, you said, you said you had another question on verse 26. Uh, yes, Prabhuji. So it wasn't that, uh, it's not that important, but Prabhuji, uh, uh, in some places, like we do not have any of the mentioned things, so uh, we can use Tulsi, right? Yes, Mataji, of course. I mean, uh, if you just offer Tulsi, that itself is sufficient. You can recall the uh, Shri Krishna Tula that uh, Queen Satyabhama performs. And in spite of everything else, Krishna is of course heavier. And then, uh, you know, uh, Rukmini Devi, sorry, I'm getting a little overwhelmed. So Rukmini Devi comes there and says, what are you trying to do? Who are you trying to weigh and how are you trying to weigh him ever? And then she just simply puts a tulsi leaf on the other side and then it weighs out Krishna. So that is the power of uh, the pure devotee that Tulsi Maharani is. 
Okay, Prambuji. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Mataji. Anyone else with any questions, comments? Okay. So maybe we'll close the call here. Thank you so much, devotees, for giving me the opportunity and for uh, so nicely participating in the reading of the verse, in the recitation of the verses or reading of the purports and uh, for offering your perspectives on these two verses. So with this we'll close the call. Vancha kalpatarubhyasya kripa sindhu pevacha patitanam pavne pyo vaishnave pyo namo mohan. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Thank you so much Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Very beautiful. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji.